G'dads is brought to you by Collector's King. They are always for collectors. It's a brand new product they always sell at retail. They carry all the TCGs in addition to Pokemon. Their mission is to bring more people into their hobby and provide product at fair prices. Come join the collector army and start the hobby revolution. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Collectible Kings. That's collectible with a K for information on all their online product drops. And also by Gamers Move. Get your nerd on at GamersMove.com for all video game news, esport news, podcasts, your lovely Pokédads, anything else your nerdy heart can think of at GamersMove.com. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Pokédads. This week, Pokédad Aaron and I, we just talking the top 10 decks currently in the meta by point-wise from last month's tournament going into April. And we see where it's been like going the past two weeks of all these decks and what has fallen out and what has taken place. It's really interesting because we thought some decks were going to stick around after Battle Styles was released. And we just see that a couple decks just disappeared, which was kind of fun to talk about. Um, we actually have a surprise grind for you this week by Pokedad Scott. And, you know, normal news as usual, I guess. Uh, let's dig in. everybody welcome to another exciting of pokedads a pokemon tcg podcast and i'm sure my mic loves every time i start with a p i'm your host pokedad rick <laughs> and with me today is pokedad aaron you need a pop filter like i have <laughs> Ooh. it's it's in that in the, when it's a post post edited you just hear that <laughs> I'm like, I am so okay. professional. All right. <laughs> All right. That's One, funny. Two, uh, three. Yeah. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, sinus season. So for everybody listening, if my voice goes all weird, it's because everything's draining the back of my throat and messing with my, you know, throat stuff. So it's it. His sexy, sexy um, podcast voice. Yes. For yes. sure. Maybe it'll improve with getting sick and the voice changing. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll we'll find out within the hour <laughs> yeah, of the show or so. Um, I um I want to I want to tell you real quick. Mm-hmm. So the battle styles booster box that we opened with Jackal last week. Yeah, it was. It's been so hard not not to open it, but the, the store right here with only three packs taken <laughs> out because you know we're gonna open for the pot. Yeah. So I hope I hope we uh. We get that stuff and we pull some good for the listeners. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh man. Did we have any takers last week? So, I don't think we I don't know if we did or not. Oh, for the questions, we got a couple. Um also shout out to Devin because he he always answers the questions and hopefully to uh to win. So one of these <laughs> days he's gonna luck out. 
<laughs> speaking speaking of which, um, Devin's one of our uh, Patreons, and he recently just randomly listening to our older episodes, and he goes off. Remember when we pulled the wishy washy, and we were so sick of the wishy washy. He was like, "If anyone wants to just message us, email it, we'll give it to you for free." And we didn't we didn't hear from no one. We didn't know, no one wanted that wishy washy. Nobody wants wishy washy. So. So Devin reached out and he's like, uh, Rick, do you by chance still have that wishy-washy? I want to frame it. <laughs> oh man, that's too good. As, as, as of recording this podcast, I have not looked, but Devin, I, I think I do. I really do. And, uh, we'll give it, we'll give it to you. That'd be a, a fun little story to tell. Yeah, for sure. The first free card, the first free <laughs> Pokemon card from Pokedads. Super rare, oh. very valuable. It's a collector's item. I like it. I like it. So how was a how was a week weekend? How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I, as you kind of can see it, no one else can see it. But I cleaned up my basement. Um, we got some new built-ins that we were planning on putting in our front room. I mentioned the last podcast we were going to put bookshelves in. Um, we ended up with extra um, like lowers. Um, for it, which are now in here and all the, like the bookshelves and stuff that were behind me are now in the closet and it's much cleaner and there's a lot of space where there used to be none. And I just kind of finally got to and just cleaned it all up, which is really, really nice. Um, outside of that, released a new thing for my monster hunter stuff. I've only played 10 hours of monster hunter last week. I know disappointing, but I had other responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> it's I think it I think it was a well deserved break. So <laughs> I'd start making the monsters. Yeah. We're, you know, we're already halfway through April and by next week you're gonna be like, I'm gonna be so busy. I don't know why I do this so to myself, Pokedad Nation. I know I, I'm really bad at procrastinating. I'm like, okay, first of the week of the month, I do like some stuff here and there. And then I like <laughs> the middle of the month, like I should do things. Yeah, I'll get to it. End of the month comes, what the fuck? <laughs> it's usually how it goes. Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, let's see, what's going on? What's going on? Nothing, nothing much. My, my son still won't sleep throughout the night. That's great. Yep. Very um, great. Shannon and I have been, <laughs> been battling back and forth. Uh, last night was my night. So she went up into Emma's room and then I took Finn into my room. And I was trying to get him to sleep. I watched one episode of Clone Wars because, you know, I don't want to like try to keep him up while watching TV. And he passed out halfway through. And I was like, that's, I was like, that's a good boy. How dare he fall asleep watching Clone Wars? This is unacceptable. (laughs) And, uh, have you watched the series at all? At all? I have not watched the series except for like things here and there from way back when, when it was actually like airing on TV. Okay. I need to watch it. And it's one of the things I need, I mean, to watch with my kid. It's just, we're still on Naruto right now. We just finished, um, the, uh, original. So we're on to Shippuden now. We skipped oh, all the man. fillers though. <laughs> I'm like, here, watch the last, you, sh- you should, like, watch the last 15 you minutes. You should just let him watch those. I didn't want to sit You should just let him watch. 
I know, but that's something you could just let him do, and you could have done something else. You're like, all right, buddy. Yeah, that's true. I could have done that. 144 episodes <laughs> of complete Here's garbage. Three seasons of filler episodes. I was like, here, here's this cool part with Hinata where she does the cool little like stabby thing, and she, while she's twin, uh, twirling around, and I'm like, and here's the last 15 minutes of this of the final season of Naruto. Now we're on shooting where I, I got to find out where that actually is like being streamed at right now because I don't know. Couldn't find it on Netflix. I don't. It's no, it's on it's uh, not. Hulu. I think you can watch. Uh, I'll no, find not it. On Hulu. Okay. I haven't looked yet. <laughs> Fortunately, I I didn't watch any of that fill the filler stuff either. I remember just patiently because Aaron and I we we just read it when when it yeah. was coming out every week. Um, maybe some of our younger listeners. I I don't know how young you are, but. Uh, back in the heyday, when the anime would catch up to the manga, they would just do their own thing, like their own mm-hmm. story arc, to give breathing breathing room from the manga. Or not in like today's aspect, where actually animes are doing seasons, which is refreshing, right? Be- like sometimes it could be a little yeah. bum. Like you were like, "Oh man!" Like I'm waiting forever for my hero, and but then you realize. I'm just watching the good stuff anyway. I'm, they're not coming yeah. up with a dumb side story where you're like, well, that was a waste of 28 episodes that I could care less about. <laughs> to be fair, I actually did watch the fillers when they, uh, at least one, one watch through at some point in time. I have seen them. Um, they're okay. I, I've, I don't remember. All I remember is, uh, Aaron and I, Used to hang out with our buddy Roscoe's parents' yeah. house nonstop. So during college, when uh, we all we all stayed together and hung out when we were at the community college by us, it was video games or Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever we were doing, and Naruto was always on in the background. It, yes, was, it was always on in Japanese. In Japanese, yes. <laughs> so we watched it like countless, countless times, and we always, we always was like, "What do you want to watch? Oh, I want to watch this fight, or I want to go to the exam, so I want to do it." Like, oh, yeah, it's good. Um, and now anime for me is just like, um, I know my hero's good, but I'm, I'm a season behind. I haven't watched the latest season. Um, Dragon Ball Super was cool. Yeah, it's just nostalgia factor because of Dragon Ball being Dragon Ball. Uh, speaking of Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Super, my wife says that their like opening theme song is the only like okay. Th- my wife hates like theme song openings for like in all cartoons and stuff. She just doesn't like them. But this is like the one. She's like this could be almost considered an actual song until the last like five seconds of it. But she actually enjoy like she's yeah. okay with the Dragon Ball Super song. Get out of here, Naruto had some bangers. <laughs> I agree. Dude, dude. But my my wife Asian likes country Kung Fu music. Generation. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I would have divorced her. I wouldn't even married her. <laughs> if Shannon came up to me and she's like, I love country, I would have just left her at Starbucks. That's what I would have done on our first date. She's she's like She's looking at you. You know you would have done yeah, you would have done the same thing. Our first date, if we're at Starbucks, and you're like, What do you listen to? And I'd be like Toby Keith. I like country. Yeah, Toby Keith. You, to, you would have walked around. You would have turned around. <laughs> She's giving me the peace sign. She would have said deuces. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Kylie Dane hurts. No, I said I don't. I mean, does she realize who she's about to marry? <laughs> you're uh, you're a bigger nerd than I am. Yeah. I just I'm not gonna talk about it to the the thousands and thousands of listeners yes. we have. The hundreds of thousands. You got nothing. The hundreds of thousands. Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought. Where was I going? With? I don't know. Oh, music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I don't know. The Asian Kung Fu Generation. If you guys know when you watch anime, that they had some really bangers in the early 2000s. And um, last year, they finally put all their discography on Spotify. I remember, I think Roscoe texted me. He's like, oh, my fucking God. I was like, I know. I know. I got it all saved. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. The only time you know when you don't know the lyrics of the song because they're you know, in a foreign language, yeah. and you're just like na na na, and you're like, it works. It's yeah. fine. I'm just singing. I'm singing along. It does go with the beat. That's all that matters. It does. It goes with the beat as the beat of this podcast. Let's get into it. So everyone, the qualifiers, not the championship round, qualifier rounds of. The beautiful Players Cup 3 was over the weekend, and they gave out a free Eldegas V full art. Aaron, mm-hmm. did you pick it up? I did. Uh, I saw the code in like the day it came out, and I, I picked it up. I was like, yeah, this is mine now. <laughs> is that exactly how it happened? Yeah, this is mine. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> I like it. So our listeners, if you haven't, I don't know if if you're not following us or we've posted about it, Twitter has posted about it, but I'll say it. It's the code is PC3 Eldegas. You just do that where you put in your code cards on PTCGO and you get a full art mm-hmm. uh, Eldegas fee. Um, during Players Cup 2, we got a full art Zashin, which was pretty rad, and uh, full art Professor's Research. Yeah. Do you want to bet money that we get Marnie next week? No. Not, 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 no. not this coming weekend. It's in two weeks. I don't think it'll be Marnie. Um, I can tell you who I would think it's going to be, but I don't think it'll be Marnie. But I do I do agree that I, it will probably be like a supporter. Okay. But then what supporter? What do you, you don't think it, I think it would be Marnie. Just keep it, just keep it all up, man. It won't be Welder. <laughs> it definitely won't be Welder. It could be Boss's Orders. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm, they, maybe they do stay in Rebel Clash, like because uh, Zashin and Professor's Research was in Sword and Shield. Um, Eldegas and Boss's orders from Rebel Clash. Okay. I have, I have broke the code. That's a bummer. I was I was expecting because I needed <laughs> one more full art Marty to have a complete set. I'm glad to ruin your day. <laughs> Well, in all in all fairness, like I, I don't think I ever make a deck where I play four Marnies. It's always like mm-hmm. three. Same thing with Boss's Order. So I never went out of my way to be like, I need four full art Marnies. But it'd be nice to have four just in case whatever that deck you comes. Never and know. It's like you never know. Exactly, exactly. Um, we had some new Patreons over this uh, past couple weeks, and uh, two of them are way due. And uh, I apologize, but uh, shout out to Pokido and Gween. I hope, I think, I think that's how you say it, right? G U E E N. 
like Queen, yeah. but with a G. Yeah, Queen. And then our latest one that is on time. Um, oh, yeah, I'm already in it. I'm like trying to look for Discord while I'm looking at your face. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're in it already. <laughs> oh, a surprise. Jeez. I know. And uh, Bluegrass Kevin Strong. I'm assuming it's Strong Kevin with the uh, STR. If it's not, yell at us in the Discord. That's fine. It could be Kevin Strength. Oh, Kevin Strength, too. God damn it. I mean, Strong makes more sense, but we'll find out if we're right or not. Also, I'm just going to say that Green is the best um, Discord name we've had because it's so close to Green, which is like Grass Pokemon, which then relates to Vileplume. So it is the best name. I'm just saying. That was that was such a terrible input right there. It, was, made, so bad. it was completely valid and made perfect sense. In, in your own in your own mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sweet. Uh, before we get into the Pokédads Patreon tournament, Aaron, did you end up checking any of the matches of Players Cup over the weekend? Sadly, I did not because I was busy cleaning, you know, office and a bunch of other stuff. So no, I, I did not have time to watch it. Sadly, I watched a little bit. Uh, we were cleaning on Sunday, so the second part, and Shannon was doing something. She comes back out with Finn in her arms, and she, like, I was folding laundry, and she's like, does this really have to be on? And yeah. I looked at her, I was like, it's the players, it's players, it's the podcast stuff. And she's like, ugh, ugh. And I was like, I I had it on YouTube, so the subtitles were on below. I was like, you can listen to your music, I, I, can, I can read. <laughs> <laughs> That just reminds me of uh, when I used to watch StarCraft II, like the, the big tournaments back when it was like good. Um, and I had my computer like literally hooked up in my room back uh, when I lived at Stonewalls. And I actually have two broken USB ports because they, the wife and the kid both ran into them because the computer was on the ground. Um, so I could oh, actually put fuck. it on, so I could actually play it on my TV. So that was a ton of fun though. It's good old days. I, I get, I get, I get what you're saying. I go, I was relating to kind of how I feel. Yeah, you got to watch what you enjoy, no matter how you got to do it. And the wife has to suffer. Yeah, and especially <laughs> if we want to talk about it. Um, I didn't see the ending of stuff, and I was meaning to like go back and see because I know, I know, Torque was in the loser bracket, and if he lost yeah. again, you know, technically like the best player overseas could have been knocked out. But um, what was really cool is they had Wasi, uh, PTCG Radio, being one of the hosts. And it was just really, really cool that Pokemon reached out to him to let them talk about the matches when they were going on. Yeah. Um, he has he has a voice that I could probably listen to for a good long while before I'd be like, God, this guy's irritating. For, for me, <laughs> it's more like, all right, man. All right. I always forget, though, like when you're watching these matches because they'll talk about it yeah. and then like um, the game will end and then they go back and forth and they're like, let's go, let's go check out the next, you know, the next round of this match. And I'm like, man, do they wait for And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. All these matches are pre-recorded. Like the Players' Cup finals already happened. Like we already know who to, like the winner knows who won it, but they have to be quiet, which is kind of, kind of a bummer. Like I kind of wish... When they're on someone, like, you know, they only, they pick one of the sides when they're mm -hmm. televising the, the match that you get to like see the, or at least hear the player. But I guess, you know, if they're 
I don't know, profanity if they're trying to keep it. But if it's pre-recorded, like you could block that stuff out. But I think it would be kind of interesting to just see that. Like, let's go, you know, let's go down to, I don't know, a random name. I'm just going to say be like Luke. And then, you know, you hear Luke going like thinking out loud. And he's like, I wish I didn't do that or something. Like, I don't know. Just I... I, I disagree with you actually on that. I don't want to hear the player's thought process or them talking while the game. I would rather hear commentators that know the meta, know what's going on, know what to expect or what someone's looking for and give that insight when I'm watching, which is very much a StarCraft 2 or really any esports commentator nowadays, um, kind of chatter, which is what I would rather hear than hear the players like slow thought process or silence. Um, I do think like interviews and talk about afterwards would be cool, but I don't necessarily want to hear them talk during the game. Yeah, no, I totally do. I totally <laughs> read, like even if it's like both like the announcers and being able to hear. Um, I think it's the the gears of war in me where you would listen to the teams talk to each other, so that you will be like, oh, so this is how they communicate. This is how they do. So it's like picking up um, good habits. And when it comes down, cause like you could be a commentator, whatever you want. And these the two people talking could be just your basic knowledge. Like, like say you and me com- commentating a game. We understand the game well enough to understand what's going on, but able to hear someone else's thought process. Like say he's like, Oh, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I did this instead. And then it just like, you're like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like that's, that's greatly like that's a, that's a bummer. You miss that kind of, kind of thing. I don't know. It, it just shows like how people's minds work where sometimes, um, what was, what was this, something in? Oh, it was, um, it was someone playing with a, I think it was a grass deck. Best deck. And yes. yeah, something like that. And Hearthstone, not Hearthstone, my God. Um, my brain, Heat Rant. Nope. That's a Pokemon. Where are you the, going with this? The stadium, the stadium card for uh, fire Turf decks. Field. Oh, uh, I don't know. Who plays fire decks? Everyone does. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. See, now this is, is the one I wish Pokemon Adam was here. This is what we need you oh. for, Pokemon Adam. <laughs> but anyways, it's, you know, you discard a card and go and search for two fire cards in your deck, right? And then put them in your hand. And what, what this, what this person did was so clutch is he threw, he threw two cards, I mean, one card into his discard pile and then used an item card. Oh no, it was a grass. I apologize. It was, um, it was ADP with, uh, Zashin. So they got, they discarded the steel energy and then they were able to play uh, metal saucer on the same turn because they had the stadium on the, on the field to discard a card and then put it on a, you know, the bench Pokemon. And I was like, Oh yeah, you could do that. I was like, that was so smart. <laughs> so, but again, I don't really mm-hmm. play uh, a steel deck where it came out in that situation, but something so basic. I was like, Oh, that's good to know for future things because I like, say Picaram, you know, right. you need at least two, two energies in your discard pile to be able to use Tapu Koko. So if I'm, I'm not having anything where I need to discard, if I'm not playing quick ball or anything like that, I'll be like, Oh, I still can't figure out the damn trainer stadium. 
<laughs> is it? Are you thinking of Giant Hearth? Yes, there it is. <laughs> like I'm like molding something like, like that doesn't sound right at all. Man. Giant Hearth is the stadium card you're looking for. Giant Hearth. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Oh my god, everyone just everyone Pokedance. just stopped listening to us right now with Pokedance. <laughs> Pokedance. That's fine. They have no idea what we're talking about because that's obviously completely edited out. That's like, exactly what Pokedance Brick does all the time with these things. Yeah, but I don't know, <laughs> like stuff like that is kind of um, like a cool thing. I guess as me, it was trying to get better as a player. I guess that's why the, I watch Twitch streams a lot because you, you hear those yeah. people. But if you're, if you're a Twitch streamer, um, shout out to Jackal. Thanks again for coming on last week. It was a lot of fun. You were awesome. All you do is complain. If you just complain, I'm not going to watch. It's not something I'm really into. Uh, <laughs> it's random. Remember that. So you, you having like bad luck four games in a row. And you lost the coin flip. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> uh, do, you do you feel me on that? Or do you, you go watch someone complain? I mean, I do I, I don't watch people complain. Um, but I do see from some people's like, there's, there's always like the rage streamers that people really enjoy watching. So there's definitely that like niche for it. It's, it's definitely, oh, for sure. It's not okay. my kind of thing either, though. I agree. Not your, not the cup of tea. Nope. Cup of tea. Yeah. Okay. Um, some news, new stuff. Uh, we got the introduction of the new Grookey and the Wacky f- for their beautiful, it's Rapid Strike, right? It is Rapid Strike. Yep. Yeah. You want to, you want to read your, your green boys? Sure. So Grookey is a basic Pokemon with 60 health. It is Rapid Strike. It has a attack called Knock. It takes one grass, one colorless, flip a coin or two coins. This attack does 30 more damage for each heads. So effectively up to 60 damage. Then you have your Thwacky, 100 HP, rapid strike. It has knock off, which is one grass, one colorless. It deals 30 damage and you discard a random card from your opponent's hand. So for me, I don't ever see a, a reason for me to use this realistically, at least not right now. I could maybe see this in some kind of like disruption type of deck, potentially with the discarding with the Thwacky, but I am not familiar enough with disruption type decks like that where I would know where this is what you would do with it. The art looks really cool. I really like Thwacky. Like you can see like the cry chops on the wood and stuff like that. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. Um, but I'm going to stick to my Shining Fates ones, my Shinies. Oh, for sure. I would too. But what's really cool with this being in the, the Jet the jet Black set is you see Grookey and Thwacky, they're playing in snow. And then you look at Score Bunny and Raboot, and they're also playing in snow too. So oh, it's kind of cool that they're keeping this, they're keeping this, like this chill, what's going on. Um, in the background, there's a rock rough two playing in the snow and a inke. Um, you know, it, it's kind of cool. I kind of wish now this set came out in November, you know, get us ready for the, the cold yeah. months while this is coming out, coming out in June where it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's hot. I get, it's Christmas welcome, in welcome June. Back. It's like Christmas in July, but not as catchy. Definitely not as catchy. What I want to look into, there is a Rillaboom that wasn't there. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Rillaboom. Yeah, I remember seeing that Rillaboom there. Rapid. 
But the Rillaboom doesn't have, it does 120 damage from what I recall. It does not, though, have voltage beat, which makes it very disappointing. I got it right here, I think. Give me one second. Oh, okay. You found it? I did find it. So Rillaboom has 180 HP. He's a stage two rapid strike. Um, it has one attack, or it has two attacks, but the first attack is called Wood Drain. It's one grass, one colorless. It deal, it deals 60 damage and heals Rillaboom for 30. So, nothing special on that one. And then the next attack is called Surging Beat. It's 120 damage plus, takes two grass energies and one colorless. And you may discard any number of energy cards attached to your Pokemon in play. Um, if you do, this card, uh, this attack does 30 more damage for each card discarded in this way. So effectively, you can do 120. If you even just discarded the three off of him, you're looking at doing 240. Now, what I think is interesting about this is that it's attached to your Pokemon in play, not to your active Pokemon. So you could actually have energy on your other extra Pokemon, you know, on the bench for some reason, or you were preparing, and you could discard that also to inflict more damage. So it's still... I, I Is it max? What was the max on it? Up to three? Or was no. it... Yeah, you, know, you can oh, so discard it, any number. Oh, so ideally it does more damage than the VMAX rule, boo. If you um, discarded five energy, you would do more damage than the VMAX rule, boo. Because you're looking at two, because VMAX Rollaboom does 280. This one with discarding three does 240. And then you discard two more, you're doing 300. You discard six, okay. you're doing 330. <sighs> just shy. If it had that 340, that would have been nice. Yeah, but just, that's a lot. You're, you're looking seven. at That's fine. You, you have two, you seven. You have three voltage beat Rillabooms on the, on the bench with this Rillaboom, <laughs> and you're good to go. Simple, easy as pie. No problem. How? Yeah. <laughs> um, moving, moving on, there's an interesting trainer card that was announced called Survival Kit. It's a look at the bottom three cards from your deck and place them on the top of your deck in any order. You may play any number of item cards during your turn. Um, the more I think about this card, I think the more I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what, what, you know, really good is like any cards that you're looking through. So, you know, the monkey is great because then you know what you can pull in yeah. that situation. You're like, I'll draw this, put the one card on top of my deck, draw another card. Um, that's really interesting. Um, if you know your it's- opponent, this is very, Hold on. This is very specific, and it's probably very rare. But if you know your opponent has a Marnie, um, you set yourself up well. Oh, I guess you you can't yeah, set, you, yourself you can set yourself unless up unless you draw it from their Marnie. Yeah, um, but but if it, even those three cards are even good, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you just you just pop these three cards in there, and you're like. Oh, that sucks. See, I feel like that's a real tough card. Like that'd be a card I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to allow in tournaments, when real life tournaments, because that's one of those cards where you know you're supposed to shuffle your your hand and then put them at the bottom of your deck with Marnie. But you, how can you trust someone to shuffle their hand yeah. when they know where all their cards are at to then put it down there? So when they draw that card, they can grab the three they needed from there and put them on the top of their deck. Like I, I have a real tough time with, um that card in like legal play outside of like PTCGO realistically. 
Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Or you could just, if you feel like it was uncomfortable. But okay, all fairness, say it was Marnie, a Marnie of a big hand, it, and you don't feel like it was shuffled correctly, you could always ask the judge and the judge can shuffle it for you if you felt like this player was being uneasy. Yeah, that's so, fair. He's like, hey, the, like, he, you know, he had the five cards into his hand, uh, hand into the bottom of his deck. Um, can you fix that? Which, yeah. But say, yeah. even if I had five, five cards, right? And I put them at the bottom and I still, maybe all five were good, but still picking up three of the five is still a solid, is a solid pickup. But then again, a- I would have to draw, I would have to draw the card from Marnie when I got, when I Martyed myself. Yeah. Or when you Marty, like, am I going to get, am I going to get this? I'm trying well, to think of another There's also a few ca- cards that, there's a, there's a few cards that put cards at the bottom of your deck. I can't recall what they are off the top of my head, but I know I've, I've read them before. So there's some potential synergy with something like that too, to, to bring them back quicker. No, yeah, no, you're a hundred percent right. I was trying to think, like, I'm trying to remember the other monkey that allows you to take a card and put it in the top. Um, uh, Sachino, Sachino. What was what was her thing from Sword and Shield? Because a lot of uh, stall decks used her. Um, hold on, let me let me let me figure this out real quick. Sword and Shield, Carlos, play some music in your head, Aaron. I mean, I got the Jeopardy theme song right now. We've been watching a lot of uh, Wheel of Fortune on Netflix lately. <laughs> That's on Netflix? Why on Netflix? Why are you watching old Wheel of Fortune? Oh, it's not old. It's it's not that old. I don't think <laughs> it's not old. It, from it's not old to it's not that old, which still is old. They look old, like he's pushing like eighty. Yeah, but good for oh, him, man. Yeah. Sinchino, uh make do. The ability is uh you must discard a card from your hand in order to use this ability. Once during your turn, you may draw two cards. Oh, that one. Yeah. So, you know, you're able to get that up, set that up, draw the two of the three cards you just set up there. I don't know. I think I think it's going to see some play. It's definitely going to see something maybe control decks as control decks start forming again. Which, mm-hmm. um, have fun with that. Like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, Benjamin. some other cards they announced. The Galarian Slow King. Um, he's not good, so I'm not going into it. Um, oh, this is a uh, Lipard V. This is pretty dope. So it's a dark Pokemon. Has 190 hit points and has the ability called Concealing Claw. Once during your turn, when you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench, you may discard one Pokemon tool card attached to any Pokemon in play, yours or your opponent. And then for that has attack called Shadow Reaper for one dark, two colorless, yeah. 110 damage. You may return this Pokemon and all cards attached to it to your hand. So it's like an endless um, tool scrapper. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool. Uh, outside of like anything acceleration, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Dark still doesn't really have much. There's a new wheezing, a new glaring wheezing coming out where if you put, 
um, a dark energy onto a card named Weezing. It counts as two dark energies yeah. instead of one. So that's that's kind of interesting. Uh, th- that's a that's a Weezy for you. They also announced a, a glaring Weezing and a Weezing card. Uh, they do that kind of combo thing. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, it's it's the first like really big card outside of like the main cards that they showed between the birds and the uh, the Claymax. Claymax? I've already forgot their names. The Psychic and the Water, or Ice. Ice Pokemon. But it's good that they're finally giving a little more like, oh, hey, this is a this is a good, good card, or you know, a decent card. But I think outside of the, Oh! Scott would kill me if I didn't talk about it. There's a new Tauros! <laughs> <laughs> Why would Scott kill you if we if you didn't talk about Tauros? Do you remember in Pokédads episode zero, and we were talking about Tauros and Savari Zone, and how everyone just kept catching Tauros, and then in the anime, in the Safari Zone, Ash caught like 60. Oh my god, there's another Tauros! <laughs> Anywho, uh, shout out to our old listeners. Uh, colorless hit points is 130, Two attacks. Both of them are two colorless. One is Raging Bull. Hey, that's a, a ride in Six Flags in Chicago. Pretty rad. Um, 20 plus damage. This attack does 20 more damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. This Pokemon is now confused. <laughs> and take down 80 yep. damage. This Pokemon does 30 damage to itself. Hell yeah. Like, so... You could do up to 240, I believe, damage if you had 120 points of damage on it. For sure. And you would have to use it that one time because you don't want to try to do it when you're confused. I mean, when you're down to 10 HP, you might as well try again. (laughs) um, This card's broken. This is going to be the best card in the set. What do you think? No. <laughs> oh. Erdith, all right. Before we get into a surprise grind this week, there mm-hmm. is two new special energy cards. Um, if you look at Pokey Beach, if you want to take a look at them real quick. Do you need me to send a link? I can send a link to you. Yeah, I don't see anything on here. I got you, man. It's fun to be friends it's here. with your homies. Huh. There you go, man. Spiral and the impact. Got it. Yeah. They're very pretty. So, uh, impact energy is a special energy for single strike. Uh, this car can only be attached to a uh, single strike Pokemon. If this blah, blah. Uh, if it's attached to another Pokemon, discard it. Um, as long as this card is attached to a Pokemon, this card provides every type of energy, but provides only one energy at a time. If this Pokemon is poisoned, it is no longer poisoned and cannot be poisoned. Which is interesting. I think that's kind of, kind of an uh, interesting setup on that one. The other one, just to we'll go to that one next, then we'll kind of talk about them both, uh, is Spiral Energy. Same thing. Can only attach, attach to a Rep Strike Pokemon. If it's attached to anything else, it's discarded. 
as long as this card is attached to a Pokemon, this card provides every type of energy, provides only one energy at a time. If the Pokemon is paralyzed, it is no longer paralyzed and cannot be paralyzed. I like them. I mean, I think they're kind of cool. I mean, they're no aromatic energy. I'm just saying. Um, you know, it's Aurora energy when you have to discard a card to play it. But the, these cards have no drawback outside. You have to play rapid or single strike. Um, that's, I don't know. I feel like the more, more special energies come out, the, it's great. It's great. Um, as of right yeah. now, I see, was it the, Single strike is the one that protects you from poison, which is kind of cool. Yes, it does. So, uh, the poison Eternus deck, you'd be like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good, man. <laughs> um, I, I, just, I just find it fascinating. I mean, besides Picarom, what else, re- what else really paralyzes besides the Picarom deck right now? Oh, I, 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 I can't think of anything else that's specifically, at least in meta, that paralyzes, at least not off the top of my head. So I don't know how Spiral Energy is necessarily as good right now um, in terms of the meta. It may obviously change in the future with new sets and stuff coming out. Um, so we may see some more play then. But I don't necessarily see a reason for playing a Spiral Energy unless you know you're going against some kind of Picarom or something like that. Just to deal with that Raichu Raichu. Yeah. Um, for one card, it's not really worth it. But, you know, we don't know what the future looks like because this card will be in format for two years. Yeah. So, um, it's just, like I said, very intriguing. Uh, I went on Instagram and talked about it for a little bit. And I, I kind of said that the cards, these special energies that have no drawbacks. And then people point out, like, the drawback is, you know, you only can play it in a certain type of deck. Like, well, I understand that. But if I'm going to play it in that deck anyways, doesn't hurt to play these uh, rainbow energies so I can play some different kind of rapid strikes or single strike cards. It just, it opens, it opens a gate more for more of these rapid and single strike decks to work well together. Um, Even, yes, it is. Even if it's, it also, it's, it's, it's more, um, it's more energy you can pull out with those cards that allow you to pull rapid strike cards into your hand also. So it's, it's, it could be in a sense of an energy acceleration type of stuff sure. too. I like that. All right. Well, uh, should we let Scott speak? Should we? I don't know. People, people are uh, probably dying. These- <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, real quick, Scott, uh, before we play this, I'm a, uh, I'm a little bummed that you said cue the music and I didn't get to use it. <laughs> spoilers hey what's up pokey fans this is pokey dead scott yes i am back from the dead revived and alive no i'm sorry that i've been out of the loop for a little while here um a lot going on a lot of opportunities definitely miss all of you and um, hoping to be a regular staple on the podcast again sooner than later. But for now, I would like to uh, do a very special grind on something that's near and dear to me. And I hope that all of you um, hear me and, you know, get a chance to maybe voice your, your concerns or opinions as well, or just show your support for the grind too. Um, obviously, you know, you can always get at us on Discord or 
on, on Instagram or, you know, however you want to, you know, DM us and let us know your thoughts and opinions too. But, uh, yeah, we'll cue the music and we'll go into the grind. You don't really grind my gears. So, right now we are a good, I don't know, at least a good week, maybe two, from some of the the major issues that have been plaguing our country, not just recently, but, but really over the last several years and and honestly going back decades um something that i've talked to all of you about in the past and i've mentioned it on the podcast before was that i you know i am part asian american um my father himself was born in in holland and so were his brothers but his oldest siblings as well as um, some of his family as well were born in indonesia so i have some asian american in me um you know, <laughs> some of the stuff that's been going on, and not even some, all the stuff that's been going on, all of the racial stuff going on in this country, it's 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 just terrible. I I don't know. I want all of you to truly, if you really care, if you if you fucking care about history, if you care about other people, really, I want you to look up what this country has done to people that are not white. Now, I don't know the demographics of our listeners. I don't know uh, the majority of what, you know, what race most of you identify as. Um, but, but regardless, I want you to look up the history of, of what America has done to people of color. Hispanic, black, Asian, um, Middle Eastern, you know, Indian, obviously Native American, everyone. But I'm, I'm really here to grind on the issues that are concerning the Asian American community. Um, it's fucked up. Some of the shit that I've seen done is just, you know, to use a word from Hillary Clinton, deplorable. It's so goddamn deplorable for people to wildly, offensively attack people on the streets, people that are grandparents. Not, we're not even seeing people attacking 20 or 30 year olds. It doesn't make it right either way. We're talking about pot shots on 60, 70, 80 year old grandpas and grandmas in the streets. On the sidewalks, do, you know, watering their grass, walking. This shit is crazy. And when I watch it on TV, and then when I see people, you know, in, in a place watching a woman be beaten savagely, not only do nothing, but then close the door after she's writhing in pain on the ground, not even trying to administer any help. It just, I get pissed. I get, I get angry, but anger doesn't do anything. It's not healthy. I get sad and I try, I go through a whole gamut of emotions where I can't imagine this is the country that we live in. So I'll take a wild guess. Look, and I'll say a lot of our, our listeners, I'll be honest with you. I, and I don't know a lot of you, but I'm going to say that a lot of our listeners are good people based on the feedback we've received based on, on the gifts, based on the good comments, based on the community. I think the Pokemon community in general is, is a great community. And I'll be, I'll be frank. I, I wish that America was more of an actual microcosm of this Pokemon community that we're in. Uh, the people that support the Pokedads and then who the Pokedads in return support. I, I wish we could all be more like that. Um, you know, so I guess this is a grind, but it's also a plea. I have a plea to, to you, to my listeners, to, to our fans, to our fellow Americans, to our fellow human beings. 
you know, I don't care where you come from. I don't care what you think you know. You know, we're all people. People make mistakes, yeah, but we're all still people. We deserve second chances. Um, but, but at the same token, do you give a second chance to someone that beats up a grandma in the street for no reason? I mean, honestly, what, how do you justify that? So what I ask you all is to, to really think about yourself right now. And I want you to think about who you are and what you stand for. Um, of any background, whatever background you are, think about the people you care about in your life of all races and backgrounds and sexual orientations. Think about all of that because too often we get caught up in our own bullshit and how often we think our lives are so important and nothing else matters. The problem with that way of thinking is that it really alienates 99.9999% of other people, which is literally everything else. Um, if you only think you're the only one that matters or the people in your circle are the only ones that matter, you're sorely mistaken. So my suggestion is for you to try to allow other people into your world. Try to understand other people. Um, I want, I don't want people to put themselves in harm's way, but I want people to start standing up for each other. I want people to start understanding history, understanding where we've come from, and that we truly are doomed to repeat the shit that has happened if we don't learn from it. You know, these are all cliches we've all heard before, but it's just, it, nothing's working. Things are not working. I think we're going in a better direction, but but it's it's not there. It's not fast enough. I, I don't think we have the luxury of time in this country because of the the way we're set up here. We're, we have the ability to be better than so many places on the face of this earth, and we just don't. We choose not to. So put your political parties aside. Put put your stereotypes aside, everything, really. And just think about what you are, who you are, and what you mean to the, the people around you. But not just the people you know and care about, the people you don't know, the people on the street, the people in the supermarket. There's been a lot of tragedy happening to our country lately and to the world. Why the fuck would you want to add to more of it? So again, I, I plead, I beg all of you, just think. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. Please, just think about what you do and, and the people around you. It's more than just you. It's more than just me or this podcast or Pokemon. We're a bigger community. Um, and, and honestly, in the same token, you know, not to sound funny, but the reality of it is Pokemon comes from a place that is completely uh, relevant to this topic. I mean, it, it comes from a part of the world. It comes from the people that are themselves being stereotyped and, and abused and beaten down. So let's all think about that too. Think about how Pokemon is important to all of us, but yet the people um, that you can associate Pokemon with, that part of the world, that culture, are the ones being persecuted, are a part of the people being persecuted just because of how they look. So again, I, I implore everyone, uh, just hear my words. If you need to have discussions with your family, with your friends, with yourself, do it. Um, we don't really have a lot of time to waste here. Pe people are actually literally dying. So with that, I'll, I'll turn it over to, to the Pokedads, to Pokedad Rick and Pokedad Aaron to, you know, maybe see what, what kinds of thoughts they have on it and, and let them share. So I appreciate everyone for listening to my grind. Much love. 
My goodness. That was, that was incredible, Scott. Uh, it's good to hear your voice. Thank you for taking the time of doing the, the special grind. Especially we've been, we've been talking about this. I feel like it's been like a month or so and not just this, but like try to have grinds throughout our episodes. Um, but weeks go by so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like next thing I know, we're recording again and I reached out to Scott and I was like, I'm so sorry. I was supposed to reach out to you if you want to put a grind on this episode, but I already recorded. <laughs> so, so we know. And it can, instead of just be like, Oh yeah, he, he's got this grind. Uh, but we didn't listen to it, so uh, we'll just pop it in in here. <laughs> but um, all seriousness, um, I remember Scott and I talking about kind of the hatred that the Asian community was going through mm-hmm. when COVID hit, because we had a president at the time that just kept saying, and you know, it was across the seas, so it's China's fault, and then the people here that had nothing to do. Whatever happened with COVID, it's not their fault. It's just getting ridiculed and beaten. And and as Scott said earlier too, it's it's just not the Asian community as a whole. We you know we've we talked about the Black Lives Matters back in episode eighteen, and just for us to be better with each other. And it sucks that now this is getting the attention. Where another portion of a couple of days ago, a, a young man was accidentally shot and killed um, by another police officer in Georgia, I believe that happened. Um, I believe, yeah. so. I believe so, yeah. I just, it sucks. And one thing that, as me as a basketball fan, and some of you guys might remember him, uh, Jeremy Lin, who is probably one of the most profound Asian basketball players, not as, not as, well known and great as my boy Yao Ming from the Houston Rockets, but he had a small burst in the NBA back in 2012. I think it was January and February where it was called the Linsanity. And this, this kid was taking the New York, New York <laughs> Knicks by storm. He was having these amazing games and then outscored even the man Kobe Bryant. Um, Sadly, he's gotten a little bit older and his game hasn't been you know, where it was. He he won a championship with the Toronto Raptors uh, two years ago and barely played in the NBA Finals. I think he played for a grand total of like five minutes. He came off the bench and no team picked him up. So he went overseas and played. And then now he's currently um, in the, you could say the minor NBA, the minor league of the NBA, trying to get back onto an NBA team. Mm-hmm. And Coming back from overseas and back here, um, it's been nothing but hell from him for uh, people spitting at him on the court, saying racial things, um, doing things or trying to hurt him in a game. And it's it's terrible that we have people doing that to anybody that's, I, I'm sorry to say, like just because they're white, because we're, we're privileged. And I think we could do this to anyone that or not a color of our skin. It's just frustrating because if you think about it, if, it, if you enjoy sports as much as Scott and I do, um, a lot of the better teams, they're all minorities, right? Like they're all, they're all cooler than we are. And without them, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have <laughs> spectacular baseball seasons or we wouldn't have amazing 
football or basketball. Uh, baseball is a pretty, pretty even, you know, you got, you got sluggers and run fast and pitchers. That's, that's, that's pretty good. But football, that's where, you know, that's where, especially in the NBA, I, I just hope you guys just took what he, what Scott said and, you know, just try to be better. I think I started like I know you, you know was talked about prior and it just said like we we've been on about Black Lives Matter and all that and we you know we're very much against hate in general. Um So that's I mean and obviously there's just a little couple people here and there that you hate and that's not the, the same situation. I guess I want to clarify in this. Um I really don't hate anybody for, for the, the most, most part, part. <laughs> but. For the most part, I mean, there are, there is a couple people I just, you know, but that's like, you know, personal relationship people I don't like. Completely separate from I'm everything one of else. Um, I, that's, that, that's true. Me and Rick, man, we get next to each other with just, it's just fists. They get thrown. No. Um, I mean, I, I, I started really seeing a lot of this. I, I, I sit on Reddit a lot. I, I, like, that's kind of like my downtime. If I'm not doing something, I might, you know, scroll through Reddit and see kind of what's going on and the amount of just like, uh, I guess, you know, crime or violence against the Asian community has increased so much of his late, or at least it's getting a lot more like notice. And it's just, it's, it's so heartbreaking. Like, it's so ridiculous that like, even in this day and age that we're still dealing with people like that, that are there to bring others down. And I really, really hate that. Um, and it's just, I wish it was different. And I mean, I guess in a sense, that's kind of what, like, what Poker Dad Scott's doing here is his plea for, you know, be, be better, be the person that tries to stop the hate and, you know, love each other. I think that's really what he wants. And I 100% agree with him on that. And I, I think in general, the Pokemon community for the most part is really, really good about accepting everybody, which as far as I'm aware and. I think that's that's a, a good place to start. We all hold hands, say kumbaya, while we all open one single pack of Pokemon cards. I'm not singing kumbaya. No, the whole group. You you don't need to. There'll be other people singing. You could just be like, perfect. Yes, yes. You all do well, it you for can me. Hum it. Do, tick, do, tick, do. <laughs> we get a grind and an emotional time. What a podcast. <laughs> Let's take a break and we'll be right back.
That was good. That was good. Uh, it's, I'm going to say it again, though. Mm-hmm. It's uh, nice to hear Scott. And um, he'll be joining us super soon uh, next week. Actually, we'll, we'll be recording together for the first time since episode seven. And here we are at episode 60. It's been, it's been so long since I've seen his face. Uh, Can we do it in person? What? In his face? <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I mean, like we can record it actually in person because my vaccine, my vaccination will actually be done. I was expecting you to. I can actually go yeah. see people. It's going to be yeah. good. Um, Got to bring your mic, though, because your mic has the, the circle recording over the mm. Yeti. Making me do hey, things. I got, I'll have packs for you, so it'll be worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked. Um, we'll, I'm also a little nervous because we, this has been like how we've done things pretty much majority of the podcast. For yeah. a and then year? to go back to the way it yeah. was the fun beginning way is, it's kind of, kind of nerve wracking, but I'm, I'm super excited for I'm super you. excited for, the bromance hug. That's what I'm excited for. Um, if mm-hmm. you're on Patreon, we'll have that video up on our Patreon page. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to tell our height differences. Yeah, it's not that. It's not that different. It's a, it's I need I need platform shoes. I need at least two inches. That way, I'm like equal height to like to you. Me. I think. Yeah, Scott. Scott's an inch taller than me. Yeah. Put me like a solid six. But in all foot. fairness, you guys could be taller than me. Y'all like um we recently put out a new promo on Instagram and Facebook and Scott and Aaron have like the same hairstyle. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's because it's the best the, hairstyle. It's the dad hairstyle. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a dad hairstyle. Um it's if, not. we're gonna go dad hairstyles, it's it's me, the shaved bald head guy who's given up on life kind of thing. And it's just, it's just funny yeah. on the image. Uh, Scott likes to have his hair go to his right and you had yours going to the left. And when I was like, yeah. it's just too perfect. But, um, his hair is great though. This is a lot thicker compared to yours, Mr. Uh, thin, thin top. I just got my hair cut by my <laughs> wife. So I'm allowed to have, it was just clippers <laughs> through the whole thing. Ah. Uh, all right, bud. Before that, man, if I would give you a picture before this. My hair was probably the longest I think I've, it's ever been. It's probably like six months as I had a haircut, if not longer. It was oh, bad. Yeah. I hit it with a darkness with no lights on. Because we're going to judge him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what friends do. <laughs> All right. All right, bud. Well, uh, this week, let's, we're going to talk about the uh, top 10 decks. They had the high point totals of March leading into April why we're two weeks in and we'll, we'll give out these top 10 decks and then we'll break down what stayed like good and, and what has kind of fallen off in the last two weeks with more people understanding battle styles. And um, once you go ahead and what is the number 10 deck that was popular in March? Yep. So the number 10 uh, most popular deck is Spirit Tomb, which honestly, like, is I'm surprising it's number ten. I've been hearing a lot of good things about this one and how annoying it can be well, to go and also, against. So the, I'm expecting you know, the, to- their numbers is pretty high due to the fact that by, with Battle Styles, so Battle Styles was only in that what for, um, what was it a week, a week or so 
because it wasn't official until the first Friday of April. But there were tournaments using these cards, like like, oh, you could use battle styles. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean it uses uh, a uh, escape rope. Obviously, it uses uh, spike mouth, uh, which is a stadium. Spike Muth, Spike Muth, which is a stadium card, and they use a Jinx, which I'm not familiar exactly with which one it's from, but it uses the Omnis Posture um, ability. Oh yeah, so you're able to move damage counters around the board. The yeah, like yeah. adding battle styles and as given this deck, <laughs> it's so consistent between moving things around, damage counters. Um, tricky, tricky Jim, uh, Andrew had a video of a 20 game win streak on how broken Spirit Tomb is currently. And yeah, it's not, it's not yep. going anywhere. It's, it's super fun to watch it work when it does work. But I'll tell you this, you gotta be a hundred percent focused on this deck. Cause if you slack in the slightest, the one misturn, it's over, it's mm-hmm. over for you. So. But um, good good thing for the Spirit Tomb. Not my cup of tea. I'm not going to say because I, I lack brain power. It's it's not that. If I enjoyed that kind of style, I would enjoy the greatness of the Spirit Tomb deck. <laughs> All right, coming <laughs> at number nine, um, Desujuai, which has uh, gotten a boost with Battle Styles. It's kind of become its own thing where um, mm-hmm. you don't need... Um, um, go, go. yeah, but I was trying Obstagoon? to think of, is it, oh, Obstagoon is the stage two name, right? Obstagoon. Yeah. So you're, you're not relying on those damage counters anymore. It's just a pure turbo Decidui where you're getting him out by like turn two and near the end of March and going into April, it has rocked some really, really good tournaments. It took first. In the Chili Series 24, took second in the Hexter 39, third in the Hexter 40. So, you know, staying consistent there. And these were all played by three different players. Um, and then fifth on the Sunday Open, third yep. on Hexter 38. Um, it's, it's, it's got a quite few uh, top five right there, which we forgot to mention. The Spear Tomb deck was all done by almost what? Three of the same guys and two different guys. So three it's three different. It was Blueface Baby, Christian uh Hodis, and Stefano Yeah, Lass- so like he's the one that he took the lost weekly twenty four with it and got the spirit tomb on the map. Holy shit. Look at this deck do what it has to do. Yep. It's incredible. It's incredible. Ah, <laughs> uh, um I'm jealous that you got number eight, man. Uh, I'm not. So number eight, uh, to everybody's delight, I am sure, is uh, Pikachu and Zekrom. Pika Rom. So it took. Um, I mean, every. I don't know if there's really any. I don't know the big changes. You would be more familiar with that, but I'll just kind of give the breakdown of what it does, um, or what it got. It got first in the Sunday Open on three twenty eight. That was Gustavo Fring. Second in Hegster, number 40, Benjamin McEshen. Third in Flo K, or Flo TK qualifier by Liam Kidd. 
fifth in the Hexter 39 by Ben with Ben Dover and sixth in the Lost Weekly number 24 so, with Tashio Grossi. Yeah, you get a round of applause though saying these people's names. I didn't want to like fuck it up, so I just skipped it, but that's nice for anyone that's listening to the podcast, I guess. Um, absolutely nothing, by the way. Uh, peek around didn't go yeah. through any changes. Mew, Mew 3 has been in the deck since, um, <laughs> what? Since December. Um, that it's, yeah, so yeah, it's a it's staple. Been there for a little while. And then Mew 3, um, you know, psychic. And then you're seeing all the Urshifus with their weakness to psychic. Um, it's kind of made Picaram so appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, where you've seen Urshifu now starting to rock, uh, Jirachi from, Unified Minds that gets rid of all psychic weaknesses. So, um, there's that counter, but Pikaram is Pikaram. And, uh, we'll definitely get into it as we go through the, the tournaments the last couple of weeks where Pikaram is, um, doing Pikaram things. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. super excited for Pikaram. I, I feel like people might say the same thing mm-hmm. to you. When it comes to your grass Pokemon, all right. <laughs> How dare you? How dare they? They all love it, and it is perfect. Uh, Except for doesn't have uh, number seven is a return of Dragapult. Uh, we kind of saw this coming with um, the mm-hmm. the uh, Urshifu boys coming in. Um, might make Eternus feel a little uneasy to play. So because that Eternus is out, it gives Dragapult. Um, time to shine because of the weakness of darkness. And man, it, it did some work. Um, Dragapult with Urshifu Rapid Strike, where it snipes the bench with two, two snipes. Uh, well, let me rephrase it. For one attack, yep. it snipes two Pokemon. Um, it's a Dragapult Urshifu deck. And personally, I haven't played it, but I've watched a few games with it and it just looks fun to play. Um, when it's rolling, but I guess, I guess you could say that with any deck. If the deck is rolling, it's a good deck. But like, duh, that's common sense, right? When, if any, if you're making a deck and your idea plays out exactly how you thought it was going to play out, it's, it's going to, it's going to roll, right? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so it took, it took first in Hexter 38, um, from Procino, Procino Killer. Fifth. Yeah, fifth. Good luck. <laughs> Yours are harder than mine. Fifth, by, uh, <laughs> fifth and Sinchi two by Pornico. Fifth in the Flow TK qualifier in Luigi Lira. Seventh in the Chili Series twenty four is Gabriel San um, Sampito. Oh, Samito. Sorry, I the Sean Pluto at the underneath. I must have got the P. And tenth on the Chili Series twenty four by Sean Pluto. Um, what you want to do is Dragapult, get, uh, Dragapult VMAX out, get the attack, two energies. Um, it's 130 to the active and five damage counters onto two Pokemon, one Pokemon. Can you see it? I don't. Put five damage counters on your opponent's oh, anyway. bench Pokemon in any way you like. So it's five damage it's counters spread out. You uh, that sets you up, whatever you want. If it's the uh, the bat or the Dende's because uh, Urshifu does one twenty to two bench Pokemon, so when you're putting down these damage counters, um, you're able to snipe those 
important cards in the decks when it comes to Crobats, to Dende's, or whatever, like, or my poor Bolton, you know, even though he's 190, uh, you can snipe him with uh, that combo pretty easy. So, yep. it's good to see Dragapult back out there, and it's kind of ironic that right above it is what, Aaron? Right above it is the turn is VMAX. Surprise, surprise. Um, in this case, it is surprising because it is showing the slow bro V version, so the poison version over the non poison version in this case, which I'm not sure if every single one of these that is makes sense. that specific. I think it kind. doesn't matter. I think it's just a, um, it's an ad of Eternus in general, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in this case, Eternus, it's for the most part, the same deck with a few new additions because of battle styles. But it took second in Chill Series number 24 with Augusto Beringor. Gur, I'm going to mess up mine now, finally. Ha-ha. Second in the Lost Weekly number 24 with the Varin of Via Real. Uh, fourth in Sunday Open 328 for Tricky WS. Seventh in the Lost Weekly number 24 with Kapahab. Eighth in Hexter number 39 with Augusto Beringer. Which is actually the person mm-hmm. which took second in the first, in the chill series, so which is interesting. Oh nice. Well good for him. Um this is uh kinda kinda high as we were thinking where things were going with battle styles, and it's number five is Cinescorch V Max. Uh, we kind of figured that Cinescorch might have started taking a backseat once Battle Styles came out, just because of the speed of Rapid and Single Strike Pokemon and the damage they can do. And as you could tell, yeah. uh, it did get first, but that was the week before Battle Styles was being played on the Sunday Open on <laughs> March 21st by Liam Kidd, uh, six on Sunday Open by Panico. 11th on the Hexter 39th by Thomas Brophy. 12th on the Chili series. I, I don't know why I call it Chili. It's Chill. The Chills, Chill series 24. I don't know. By Dacker Taz. And 14th in the Hexter 38 by Alex Shamaski. Uh, what is there? What is it you need us to talk about? Cinescorch. You got a welder. You got to use the amazing Jirachi from Team Up to search for all your welder cards that you need to make the deck run and pull all your energy onto one Cinescorch and then knock out that Cinescorch and then the deck is dead. <laughs> and, um, yep. yeah, and then the exactly. bird to snipe. So, Cramorant, yeah. Yep, Cramorant um, B. Now we're, now it's getting into the fun stuff. So then we see. Yeah, so number four is the RS Urshifu VMAX. It took first in the Flow TK qualifier with Leandro Fernandez. First in Advanced Edge number one with Andrew Hendrick. Fifth in the Lost Weekly number 24 with M16. Seventh in the Sunday Open 320 with Voraprot. And seventh in the Hexter number 39 with Caleb Rogerson. Um, I am not really super familiar with this deck, but I know some of the key ones are at least the Jirachi, uh, Seller Wish, Escape Rope, and the Martial Arts Dojo, you know, in addition to using some of the Rapid Strike, uh, Energy. Sorry. Uh, I believe it's actually, yeah, Rapid Strike Energy. Uh, if you know a little bit more, Rick, maybe oh, yeah, sure, toss sure. it out a little bit um, here. 
hopefully soon, not next week, but maybe the week after, we'll we'll take a deep dive into both Urshifu decks and talk about it. Um, I kind of wanted to save it for uh, our our streaming stuff, but it'd probably be also good to talk about it on the pod. Um, what what makes it really good is mm-hmm. its first attack is for one energy it does 30 plus and what helps it is you want to get the martial arts dojo out there because if you're under prize count you do more damage and escape rope where you could bring out your urshifu and always do the max output because it's 120 more damage if it came from the bench to your active plus 30 um you're doing 150 damage plus enough um Plus uh-huh. another 30 if you're under the prize with Martial Arts Dojo. So you're doing a grand total of 180 damage for one energy. And and the um, sh- the fighting energy also gives 20 oh, more damage yeah, the rap- to the special the rapid energy, strike energy card. Yep. <laughs> good uh, good call. Yeah, so this thing this thing could be a, a powerhouse. Yeah. Um, with the right cards and adding escape ropes, switches. Um, I don't have a full deck list, but maybe even a, a Mellow Lana in there too for some healing factors. Um, it's quick. And with all the special cards out there to make these single and rapid strike go, definitely make these decks work. And I know there's one, and we'll, we'll definitely talk about it, but single strike doesn't see much love on this top 10 going in but i promise you we'll we'll definitely be talking about that deck because it's um it's getting up there it's getting pretty good so Mm -hmm. all right so number three is the return of welder mewtwo has taken the powerhouse by storm by adding victini vmax and reshazard is getting everything you needed from powering it up with that card I believe is called Welder. <laughs> Attach two fire energies and draw three cards. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Um, was always the bridesmaid. It didn't win, but it's being played a lot. And uh, second in the Hexter, 38 by Cello Zamorano. Fifth in the Chill series, number 24. Hey, hey, chill by Kristen Hodas, which I feel like we've said that name already too. Did you say Kristen Hodas earlier? Nice. I playing did, different decks. Yes. You gotta love that. Six in the Sunday Open uh, was Kaiser Scorch. Quartz? Yeah, Scorch. Yeah. Kaiser Eighth Scorch. in the Lost Weekly 24 by Hachi. And 10th on Sunday Open by Marco Cliff Cifuentes. Cifuentes. That's good. That's a good save. Yeah. Cifuentes. Um, so you use Mewtwo for the GX ability stuff, and then you're going to use the Victini VMAX to attack more damage on your opponent's V Pokemon. Um, it's a pretty deadly combo. Outside of that, uh, we'll just have to talk about Victini VMAX by itself on a deck completely by itself. Right, Aaron? Right, which... I find really funny that we have these two that are really similar right next to each other. Um, so Victini VMAX is number two. Um, it did not win a tournament, um, same as the um, Welder Mew. But we have, so it took second in the Sunday Open 328, uh, Pierre R. <laughs> I don't know. 
rear. There we go. <laughs> uh, second Sunday open. Apologize for whoever that actually is and how to pronounce her name. A uh, second in Sunday open on three twenty one with um uh, and- Andre Torelli. Third and Sunday open on three twenty eight by Alex Castino. That's why I was like Constantine. A six. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, six and Sinichi number two. Uh, Brandon Salazar. Ethan Hexter, number 38, with Nova Kane. Um, I mean, he's just roughly the same cards as the Weller Mew from what I can see here. Um, obviously, Ricky would know there's some differences with how the deck is built, but it kind of, I believe, has roughly the same uh, idea. Yeah, mostly how it's, it's just played. because Victini does its damage with two, um, with two energy, like pretty much any really good VMAX. Um, it does mm-hmm. more damage, like I said earlier. When it's um, attacking a V card, so a lot of the V decks it gets hit pretty hard. Um, it was actually probably not quite up there on the radar when people were talking about battle styles, and when it dropped, um, Victini came up uh, really quick as one of the favorites in the new set. Um, yeah, it does a lot of damage to all the new cards in Sword and Shield. Um, rocks Reshazard for its GX ability, where it could do 300 damage to whatever you need. So you're knocking out pretty much anything in format outside of a VMAX card. Um, fire, fire is uh, where it's at. And as you look at it, you're, <laughs> we're so lacking the Intellion decks, the Lapras decks, and uh, even, you know, Rillaboom stuff, because like Rillaboom was starting to get some traction right before Battle Styles was coming out. So it's interesting to see that the love. Yeah. Is not there right now. I mean, I feel like it still is. It's just, it's, there's either not enough people performing with it. Because, I mean, if you look through some of these other tournaments I've been played, there are Rillabooms. Like, there's a seventh place one, uh, with uh, the Rillamew. There is, um, and that was in the Sunday open on the 11th of April. You have, um, I think in Hexter, uh, number, Hexter season four, number one. Yeah. It well, actually we'll took get into place. that. You're, you're going a little ahead. <laughs> Let me defend my grass deck. Sorry. God, defend grass. Grass represent. This is what Pokedex Uh, is all about. Grass Pokemon. And uh, the number one deck, (laughs) because everyone plays it, it's easy to play. Surprise. It got Rustage Sword, all this other fun stuff. And it's ADP Zashin at a grand total Poke Stats. CP of 846. You gotta remember, it's because it's the most played deck. It's gonna get the most points. Ooh, that came out of nowhere. I, I apologize. Um, yep. Uh, still not winning anything. Uh, second in the Cinchy 2 by Riley Klein. Third in the Chill series by mm-hmm. Gabe Shunway. Shunway? Shunway. Shunway. Yeah. Third in the Sunday Open by Tom uh, Hellcamp. No, Hellcamp. Hellcamp? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Hellcamp. Fourth Hellcamp, by yeah. lo- in the Lost Weekly by Josh Parks. And fourth in the Hexter 38th by Staza95. Uh, God, that makes me sound, feel so old. 95, this is what, the year they were born? <laughs> oh, you know it. Uh, so... I, was, you know I had my foot on something real quick. This is off topic. And Shannon gave Finn a frozen peach. 
and my foot just landed because I he dropped it earlier, and I was like, "Why is my sock all wet?" And I freaked I freaked out, and then, yeah, you I found it. it. <laughs> I gave it to Jackson. <laughs> Jackson doesn't eat fruit. <laughs> Um, yeah, everyone knows what it does. Use ADP, use Ultra Creation, get an extra prize when you knock out Pokemon. You do 30 additional damage. Um, comboed with Zacian, it's broken. It's always been broken. Just not broken enough to win anything. So. Yeah, it's definitely not broken versus a Rillamu. <laughs> Row eggs makes ADP easy, peasy, easy, lemon squeezy. So, all right. Well, mm-hmm. so that was the end of March. We've been able to rock this format for the last two weeks, and we're gonna go start off and see what you know what stayed and what didn't. And the first off was on April second, the Atlas BTS Mini with. Oh no, I don't really want to do that one. It's expanded. Um, uh, I'll just double check it. I guess expanded doesn't really count, but <laughs> um, actually, there's no deck or anything that was played, so we'll move on from there. Um, okay, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Lowest weekly uh, was a limit limitless TCG event of 389. Um, at that point, was one of the bigger tournaments, and. The top deck was Rapid Strike Urshifu. So, keep continuing on, they went 11 and 1, and finishing second and third was Pikaram. So, um, Pikaram was like, you know what? I'm not afraid of those Urshifus. But then it went up against an Urshifu and, and lost. <laughs> so, um, so you and then, it does how, That's how it, it goes. Exactly. You read my mind. Um, so two Picaroms. Well, I'll go into top eight of this one. Uh, two Picaroms, an Eternus, a Victini VMAX, an ADP, another Eternus. And actually, rounding out is a single strike Urshifu. And we're like, oh, which went um, an eight and two, which is really good, you know? Um, yeah. So, Aaron, do you want to do the the Hexer Season 3 LCQ free entry tournament with 260 people? <clears throat> yep. So, the Hexer number three uh, a winner was Sarge with, surprise, an Eternatus deck. They went 10 and 1, uh, followed by a Mad Party deck with Doc Hudson, which is yeah. always kind of a fun one to see. See, Pokemon Rick wanted me to do this one because there's no real There was no real thing in the last one. Um, <laughs> We're going yeah, to exactly. Order. You're picking the ones without it. No. Um, <laughs> how mm. dare you? <laughs> okay, bud. Kevier uh, 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 with a um, the Welder Mewtwo uh, along with Giovanni Paragayo, uh, which is. Uh, well, they're Mewtwo. And Laser Break at number five with yeah, the, the that, Corviknight. A deck, fun one. Uh, shout out to Drew from our Patreon. He uh, he really enjoys the deck. Uh, it works really well with him and um, Zashin and Bro- Bronzong, 
where they're able to move energy around and then Cheryl to heal. It's, uh, it's pretty deadly and it's definitely, we're gonna, we're gonna see this a lot going on as we go through this list. Okay. Do you yeah, want to keep no, going past number five? Should... If I give number five is really a good um, point. I, I will start speeding this up because then we're going to be here forever. Um, but I just want to go, I'm going to go this through quick. The yep. tournament after that, the channel fireball, which is a fun one. It had a Turnus win it, Pikaram in second, ADP in third, uh, rapid strike or Shifu Eternus. So you, the big win is the second win for Eternus in the beginning of the month with Pika Ram rocking its second, um, second place. Um, no big surprises with that. And then we got the Sleepy Sundays, which, uh, light, right. light of Umbreon. Um, I don't know what these are. I'm not, I guess they're not really big. Uh, it's an, yeah, they're low, low, player low count. player count. So I'm gonna, I'm going to skip those. I apologize. Um, so we got the chill yeah, series number 26, which has... Go ahead. All right. Sorry. Uh, and we have the Rapid Strike Urshifu, just a, a straight one um, as the winner of that one, followed by Eternatives and then a Picaram. And um, the, some real quick, then we have uh, Decidueye with Opsagoon uh, making its top eight for the first time in these uh, early months. There was one I missed. Did I miss one? There was one with like almost 500 players. What was mm-hmm. that one? It's coming up the, the lost major number three. Uh, oh, y- yeah, you're right. Yep. 528. Uh, My bad. I thought the the this uh, battle styles one with uh, they had four hundred fifty three. That's pretty pretty big. And then we had the Los Major number three, Potown Store by Limitless had a whopping five hundred and twenty eight people, which is God. That's got to lead for a long long day. Um, and yeah, uh, it does. yeah, Mad Party took the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great, but honorable mentions is that Rilla uh, Mew took both fifth yeah, and tenth and I was, place. I was gonna say that there was some uh, some green green guys up there. No, no so peak around until. Pokey have Rick Rose on, on my, my side. It's smiling at least, which is always an important thing. But he's he's dead to the world right now, so <laughs> hopefully everything's okay. Am I back? Are we good? Are we okay? Are we we good? And we'll be back. Are we back? Are we not back? <laughs> um, all right. He's just messaging me. I'm going to fix this. Um, am I back? Am I not back? Let me do this. Disconnect. Come back. Am I back? Welcome back. Okay, cool. It was funny. You're I back. I can see myself. So if you have a bunch of t- if you have a bunch of tabs open, oh no, close I a bunch um, of them. I I I was moving fine. Okay. I was like I was like hello. I see you. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> like nope, you weren't there. You were gone forever. 
I thought I had lost you. I was no, like, I just thought your computer didn't die. <laughs> it's like, well, so that was like, a oh, fun no. hour and a half we just wasted. Um, <laughs> but great, great for oh, uh, Mad Party. This is literally probably what sets it up. Is when people complain, is like Mad Party is not a tier one deck, and you're like, no, it's a it's a tier one deck. It's a tier one deck. But I do find it kind of odd that it lost to an Urshifu, um, especially with it attacking the bench Pokemon. You're knocking out all the Pokemon that it pulls out easily. You mean that it, that it beat an Urshifu deck? That or it that beat it lost an Urshifu. An like Urshifu it was deck. Urshifu versus Mad Party for the finals. I mean, bad <laughs> hands happen. That's true. Bad hands do happen. Um, do they do they tell you like how they won? There's a top cut day one and day two. Uh, top cut day two. No, no. I mean, I'm not super worried about it. Um, But yeah, it's it's Mm. very interesting. And um, the the latest one, uh, hundred and April eleventh, the Sunday open is a rocking Mew uh, Mew three firebox with back to back rapid strike Urshifu ADP. Uh, Turbo, Decidueye, Baby Blounds. Um, there's a Rillaboom at number seven with Mew and a, a Luke Metal deck. So these are kind of like the bigger tournaments. Um, some honorable mentions too is Picaram won two tournaments. Um, there was a Rapid Strike. I mean, sorry, a Single Strike doing well. And also we're seeing the rise of more Victinis and more Firebox lately. Fire decks have taken the meta by storm, it feels like. And, yeah, it's, it's a little frustrating. It's a little frustrating, I would say, say the least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I will have to say this, and I don't know if everyone's going to agree with me, but I'm going to say it anyway. I feel like the meta right now is very healthy. It's very well like well immersed in a lot of options. Like it's not like you're looking and it's just Urshifu, Urshifu, Urshifu. It's these top ten decks outside of uh Cinescorch. We didn't see nothing on Cinescorch, which is it's it's alright because like you're saying, um <laughs> the fire Mew Firebox and Victini has kind of taken the Cinescorch throne in that regards, but it's definitely very refreshing, and we needed this because of the the long, long, long wait. It felt like from August to March. Um, I love that Pikaram's not dead. Yeah. I love that Pikaram is breathing. I, I think it's <laughs> I think it's only fair for Pikaram. Well, of course, ADP Mu three. They're all going to be relevant until August, and they're going to just retire. You're going to be like, they had a good run and it took a format change to knock them out, which, you know, people were going to be like, okay, well, at least ADP is gone. Um, but don't forget, we're going to lose like the Dende, which is going to feel weird. But, um, I personally, it's going to be a pretty huge shift. I feel like during that point, unless, unless some new cards in the new decks or, you know, packs that come out, 
or yeah, boxes that come out, um, kind of add stuff back. It's going to be a, a pretty I, heavy I change. I feel I like I just personally think maybe Crobat and Dedende shouldn't have been in the same format. Um, I, I, I would have been like, you get rid of this and then, uh, our replace card would have been Crobat. So you don't discard your hand, but there was other ways to draw cards, but cause able to, I mean, if that, I mean, like, I mean, in a sense, it will be that case with tag team gone. We may, if we don't hit another draw Pokemon, then we have Crobat. And then that's when we kind of get that one. It's just kind of a pure non tag team yeah. si- like situation at that point. I, I think it's okay to have it for a time. And as long as it goes away and changes it up a bit, slows it down slightly for some decks. So it's not two turns insta death. Yeah. And um, then that's what we play, right? Like that's like the whole point. Um, yep. to go back to the list, uh, Eternus had a big, big opening in the first, first week of winning two, two tournaments, but Sinuscorch is non-existent. Dragapult VMAX with Urshifu is non-existent, which is kind of a bummer. Um, I really like this idea, but just playing Urshifu Rapid Strike by itself is just, it's just more consistent. I, I don't think, as like a deck that runs two different versions of VMAX cards does well. Like, I feel like if you're going to commit to a VMAX, you can, you, you got to commit to mm-hmm. just one, you know? And, um, this is saw some love. Pikarama, of course, it's saw some love. And, uh, Spiritomb Glory was short lived after a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think at, um, once people saw the hype and the videos and show how consistent Spiritomb can be, then people are like, oh, well, I know what, what I need to do to play it. Plus, it's a lot of work to play Spiritomb, as I said earlier. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the only thing that's missing is, uh, Rillaboom just being up in this list because Rillaboom is Rillaboom, right? That it is. Rillaboom is gonna be one there. Went one day, day and brings it all the way home. I like it. I like it. Of course. Um, we're just, we'll just definitely, we're like a podcast about Pokemon and we're like playing decks that don't matter. We're just like, yeah, we're still playing these Poison Joe decks and we'll get, we'll get to the other stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, Sometimes you gotta have fun oh, with I, the thing you, you know, I was you gonna play. say the same thing. And, and that's how it works. It's, it's funny, like Jackal last week and even some of our, our Patreons and people in Discord, uh, they're like, hey, you know, how do you feel about the meta? And I'm like, it's fine. I'm just, I'm playing this deck. It wins some, it loses some. It... <laughs> oh man. But yeah, we'll get there and we'll get there. Hey, right, Ray opens the packs. Yep. All right. Let's do it. I think I will let you open too. Sound good? Ooh, that's fine. Do you want me to? I know. Let's am I watch. So, uh, I can't. See, you're you're pretty. You're kind of freezy. So stop. See, well, I don't even know why I got it from because literally it was like your finger spot, and then the camera caught up to you, like already had the pack pulled out and everything. Man. Stop. And now uh, I'll go for the front again. Didn't do me well last week. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
I think honestly, may, it might end up being better for you to read too, because your okay, camera is being, being so finicky. finicky today. That's not. Yeah, it's freezing up a lot. Oh no, buddy! Can you read it? Can you read it? I I can. Yeah, it's seven. Linda Dick with Titty Titty, Harry Dick, my Yolanda, Jack, Nate nine. All right, buddy. It's the first white coat in the box. You ready? Fire energy. Fleh. Sir Ward and Shilbert. Firo. Carnivine. We're waiting for the camera to catch up. A silk a silly cobra. Frillish. I like Houndor. Houndor. He looks good. Scatterbug. A hone edge. I like that art. Ooh, a, a reverse hollow licky licky. Uh, and <laughs> longest pause in the world. It is like uh, a meow stick. Which is a good card. We we talked about in our review, uh, Pokedad Adam. Um, once during your turn, you may move one damage mm-hmm. counter from one of your Pokemon to one of your opponent's Pokemon. From one of your Pokemon to one of your... Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dope. It's a free card. It's a free card. All right. I can top that. I can top that. I can top that. Mm. Front, front, front magic. Front magic. Ooh, we got front magic. We got seven, Wood, X-Ray, Boyk, <laughs> nine, Jacob, Nathan, Yolanda, Boyk, Timothy, X-Ray, Nipples, Nate. How have I not thought about nipples? <laughs> the luck is- for an animal. I was like, we have steel, <laughs> crawl down, dewblade, uh, cacturn, timber, uh, galarian slowpoke, corbish, cor, corfish, my gosh, corfish. <laughs> Roly Coley. Uh, Vivillian is our reverse hollow. Oh, and Corviknight V. Oh, shit, cool. So, our first big hit. Corviknight V. There we go. There we go. I feel like Scott might like the Corviknight deck. That might be one he would enjoy. Or ADP. He does play. Yeah, or ADP. He only has <laughs> so a, long. He's been rocking ADP for for over a year now. So did we do it? Oh, uh, no, no, no back yep. to back to back. To back. It is Gabriel nine, Harry Kyle, Mice Minute two nine, Rick. Queen cat Yolanda. When's the last time we had three dog. Yolandas in an episode? That's a that's a good episode. That's an auto five star for a new listener. I'm serious. <laughs> just just rock it up. Has to be. Water energy. A cron uh crondot. <laughs> Wait for the camera. A dual blade. Turn. Q-bomb, Q-bomb. 
Cubone. A Ponard. <laughs> I heard I heard a move. Houndor. Shinx. Uh, oh, nice. Ooh, a rev- that's like our third one of those. A reverse hollow Bolton. And the delay, is suspense is killing me. A mind chow. <sighs> a mind chow. I always read it first with spinning mind whip. Chow. Your uh, opponent's active Pokemon is now confused. Shuffle this Pokemon and all attach, uh, attach cards into your deck. So. Uh, Aaron, to get mm-hmm. mind chow. Muse, mu, uh, meow stick and a Corvinite cor- 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 V. I, I am uh, running on like cor- no sleep. So I'm, I'm rocking this. Uh, what's the question of the week, bud? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, what? Okay. Let's just go with a nice, easy one in a sense. What was number nine in the, the, the top? You know, ten deck lists that we had um, earlier in the podcast. I'll go with number nine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, um, three cards. (laughs) Um, I'm going to choose Meow Stick as one in honor of our poll. Shit. Uh, See, that's not that's not an easy one, buddy. So. Mm. No, that definitely is. I I approve of your choice here. Um, as I look up the cards and try to set a new one I want to go with here. So, uh, Meowstic is a good one. I am going to go with... We're going to go with Embor sure. from Battle Style, nice, so the single nice. strike Embor. I'm going to give a... I want to do a trainer... I think we've I raid, we raided level ball. You did uh, sword word and shelpert already. Uh, yeah, shelbert. Shelbert. Actually, I don't think I pulled anything that's. Yeah, that was our only. Uh, F it, man. Galarian slowpoke. Oh, go ahead. I'll. I'll. I got. I was like, I got one. We'll give oh, him camping, camping gear. gear. Which is if you play this card, your turn ends. Okay, Search your deck perfect. for a card and put it in your camping hand and shuffle gear. your deck. <laughs> so that That's a tough one. Um, Did I not talk about our tournament at all? Or did we talk about the tournament? Okay. Um, we had not talked about the tournament at all. If we did, I, I'm repeating myself. I, I don't recall. But uh, congrats to Bon Bon Lemon who won the Pokey Dads uh, Patreon tournament over the weekend. Uh, it went, yeah, went went really smoothly. I'm yeah, really bon happy. Bon. Um, out of you know participants, uh, six people had time to make a deck, and four of the six people all had the card that you know the lucky card for an extra prize of Dan. And uh, each player will got an additional five booster packs on PTCGO from the Pokédads. So, um, congrats, everybody! That was a lot of fun. Uh, we we're yep. taking your feedback into consideration on this next one. 
Um, the vote right now is they would like to play without any, uh, was it any boxes, any text box cards? What was it called? Oh, the V. Yeah, no, no rule boxes. Rule box. So like no V cards, GX cards, stuff like that. Um, I definitely, we'll figure it out. You know, of course, we're going to keep it fresh and interesting. That's that's the point of these um, fun tournaments. Um, if you're uh, yep. interested in to join the next one, will be in July. Would be the Pokédads Patreon. All you had to do is just join Patreon.com/slash Pokédads TCG. Two dollars a month gets you into our Discord and all the fun and extra goodies. Be able to participate in tournaments, monthly hangouts, ask questions, trades, free cards. That's what we do here for the Pokédads. Five dollars gets you early access to all Pokédads episodes and all the fun stuff in the first year. And for ten dollars a month, gets you. Bonus episodes of Pokédads, the early access of Pokédads, and all the fun stuff, and also future goodies. Uh, we're currently finishing off Pokédad gear, where uh, we're running some quarter zips, hats, and some kind of t-shirt idea, because Aaron doesn't wear anything with collars. <laughs> That's true. I hate collars. <laughs> Collars suck. Collars are man. bullshit. <laughs> I'm a... Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, so if you're listening on Spotify, please take the two seconds to hit that follow button and hit that notification button. Deeply appreciate it. Let you know when the Pokédads episodes drop an episode on Friday. Or, you know, if you don't get a notification, then sadly, we did not drop one. And we apologize. But hopefully that doesn't happen anytime soon. Um, iTunes, if you have two seconds, please review. Five star, five star. Pat's on back. <laughs> um, because we love you. We appreciate it. And um, if you follow on Instagram, we tend to do some fun things with our iTunes review. Uh, we, If you purchase stuff through any of our draw games or box breaks, I tend to give out free uh, tracking delivery if you take the time to review on iTunes. So there's some bonus stuff if you follow us on iTunes. Uh, on iTunes. If you follow us on Instagram. Um, yeah. And uh, you know what? Facebook. Uh, we recently just hit, and it's not a lot because it's, I don't put a lot of work into it, but we, we finally hit 300 likes on Facebook. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's small compared to, uh, cause we're oh, on yeah. Instagram constantly to our 11,000 to our 300 on Facebook, but, uh, it's, it's still cool. It's still cool doing the, the little work that I've put into it. Um, yeah, outside of that, that, that was fun. I'm really interested to see where this man is going. I'm really excited for next week. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be unreal. It's gonna feel different. And, um, if we don't get Scott to say this is uh, got off the rails quickly one time, we failed as a podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got anything, Wood? That's good, man. Well, Wood, I hope you have no, uh, a great rest of the week. You look good. Your uh, your room looks good. I'm super happy for you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and Aaron so and I might clean. start a project in a couple of weeks, so we're uh, we're excited for that too. So should be fun. Should be fun. Possibly, yeah. Um, as always, I'm Pokedad Rick. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. I'm Pokedad Aaron. Enjoy battle styles. Enjoy what if you have nice weather. Hopefully, you're having nice weather. Um, we've been lucky the last couple of days. The sun came out. We were told we were supposed to have rain for eleven straight days. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll watch. This weekend's going to be gloomy and it's going to be like, what are we going to do? I don't know. Maybe we'll just open up Pokemon cards.
Sit around, look awesome. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, deuces. May your pulls be ever in your favor. So what I want to do is just go through the 10 lists and then talk about like if the top four decks are winning in these 12 tournaments. And uh, I'll tell you this right now, though. Pikaram is one of you. <laughs> Pikaram. Of course Pikaram it has, won't yes. die. <laughs> I need to play Pikaram more. I've been playing so much um, Poison Ninja so much lately. That I always forget, but I, I have so much fun with that deck. I, I do. 